Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past. The Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. We're going phone calls now. Speedy is standing by. So if you want to get in, 10 lines are available. Talk about anything you want to at 866-WE-BE-BIG or comment on things you've already seen and heard on today's Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. Speedy is ready to take your call right now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler are all here, Team Rick and Bubba. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, what an honor and a privilege it is to be here, and thank all of you for joining us for a few hours each and every day. Bubba, let's say hello to Southeast Missouri. How about you, CMO? Uh, Laura has sent an email today, and, and she says, look, we, we can't. It's just not possible, uh, and we apologize for this, to do every single birthday, every single anniversary, every single special day. Uh, we, we just don't – there's no way to do that on the program. Uh, but from time to time, you look at one and you go, you know what, we can't let this one go. And, and I agree with this. And Laura was very nice about that. She says, I know you don't celebrate every anniversary or many of them on the radio, but I thought, I, radio, I thought I'd give this a try. My grandparents – are you all ready for this number? Are celebrating their 70th, 70th – Whoa. 7-0. 7-0. Look at them right there. There they are. They have been married wow. for 70 years Ooh. today. Wow. Their names are Leslie and Jean Hunt from Southeast Missouri. How about that? Uh, so, years. how about this, uh, Leslie and Gene, Southeast Missouri? Happy seventy years together. Y'all ready? One, two, happy anniversary, baby! I got you on my mind, and I hope they could hear that. I love it, Rick. So, to keep, keep just as a point of reference, how how long they've been married? Seventy years. The the Empire of the Rising Sun unconditionally surrendered to the United States seventy five years ago. Wow. So they were probably dating during that. Yep. Knew each other probably. Wow. 70 years. Yep. Wow, Bubba, thank you for that little time hop today. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Marcus in Florida. So, Laura, thanks for sending that, and I hope that the, if they didn't hear it live, you can go back to the podcast archives or YouTube archives and let them see it. Uh, Marcus, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, good morning. Hey, I just want to make a comment about Singapore. I've been there five times, and it is an awesome place. A lot of partying, but I will tell you one thing. If you go into a mall and go into a jewelry shop, they'll hand you a beer. You can walk around the mall drinking a beer. Now, it's just a different type of place. They are called the fine city, where they have fines for everything, and it is clean. But I've never seen, in five times, I've never seen the uniform law enforcement. But another comment is, does that Speedy still have that coronavirus? Okay, buddy. <laughs> I'm not sure what that was. Well, Boy, I'll tell you what, since we hadn't had interns, we've all three got a feel for the phones. I want to warn you hey, about buddy. this. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we we still in and out. Since we've been here, all of us have had that opportunity. But when you dial in and they mm-hmm. start figuring out that you're in there, mm-hmm. what's something else in there? <laughs> Let me tell you this. Something else in that room. You know what he basically said? Of all the things we said about Singapore, you know what his <clears> takeaway was? You can party there. I'll go there to party. Yeah. Party, man. Uh, I don't, they'll give you a things, beer and let you walk around the Some of the things he it. was saying is not what we've heard. Um. I don't know. I've never been there. Well, so. it's definitely. Uh, I don't know about the thing about. I, don't, I, don't, uh, you, I guess you I can guess drink it, as much beer. You just can't chew gum. Right. That's it. <laughs> but but what? It, but it is a Makes total. Sense. It is a total secular society. I mean, right. it, it is right. totally secular. Right. And maybe that's you, so. That would kind of probably spawn some of that. Uh, Jeff, uh, you know, kind of where we don't play no games. Kind of where we're headed yeah. uh, without the law and order. So we're trying to be secular with no law. And order. <laughs> right. Great point. Uh, Jeff <laughs> in Texas. Jeff, welcome. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. 
Yeah, when y'all were talking about Michael Jackson in that jetpack, he was uh, that was not Michael Jackson. He actually had a stuntman really? that was a friend of my dad, and it was the same stuntman for Chuck Norris on Walker, Texas Ranger. Did he jetpack? So he, anytime they needed a jetpack guy, he would show up and do it. Yes. Oh, that's and cool. He, I'd like to meet he that told guy. Me that, yeah, he, I'm sorry. He actually uh, – who actually thought that was Michael Jackson? Yeah, I really didn't think Bubba Michael Jackson. possessed the, the ability to fly. Did, did I miss back. something where somebody in the room thought that it I was think Michael Bubba Jackson? I thought it really was him. Uh, well, this is this is the this, this is one. If it's him, he's on cable. Yeah, this well, is look, not. He, he this is not the Super Bowl thing. Yeah, he doesn't. Bowl, see, he doesn't go behind anything. There, it has to be him in that one. That's the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. He's on a cat. The Super Bowl when he walks behind yeah, something and then comes yeah. out, and it's obvious that there was a little switcheroo yeah. going on. Yeah, there. unless there's something we're not seeing in this video. Uh-oh, Bubba, there is. He's walking over to that box. Okay. So they do something. Well, let's see. Yeah. Let's see what he, he does. He gets in the so box. the box thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not him. Okay. Oh, what crap. Yeah. He's in that box, and that guy's behind the box. You see him standing behind it? Yeah, oh, okay. well, good night. Okay, so it is never mind. I didn't see we missed that part the first time. We oh, look, I, yeah. I'm just going to be complete. I never thought it was him. No, I, I, I mean, because you, no. you can't just fly a jetpack. No, you have I, to no. really be trained. I thought the same thing, but when I, with the first time you look at it, it doesn't show him going that box. Yeah. We saw that on yeah. the Super Bowl deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. so yeah, so it, there's no doubt. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that was Mike. No, especially since in my you, mind. Especially since when the box went up, you could see the guy was standing behind the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, guys, his, his legs aren't. What as about skinny. when you get to go out there and act like you're Michael Jackson for a well, minute and this fire guy knew it. up? This guy knew Isn't it. That funny. So, uh, Bill in Indiana, <laughs> Bill, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. Hi, hey, Bill. Hey, what part of Indiana do you live in? South Bend. South Bend, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, you uh, you are you a big Irish guy? Absolutely not. Because I live in South Bend all my life, I can't stand the place. <laughs> That's oh funny. My goodness. That is funny. How far is that from like Avon, Indiana? Like uh, I think Avon, what's that? Right outside of Indianapolis. Three hours. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm coming. We're going to do, be doing a men's event up there in Avon, Indiana, and they're going to start doing the man church stuff. And I was just, I was going to let you know, but that's three hours away. But you might want to make plans to be there. I, you'll, we'll put some details up uh, as I get closer. Be, well, the way I drive, I can get there in about two hours. Okay, so that's good. <laughs> so it'll be October the fourth. We'll get details on the site as soon as he gets them to us. But go ahead. What's your question? Awesome, great. Well, hey, I just lay, lay awake, sleep, uh, thinking about this one. I can't sleep. If there was nothing left but chickens and cats in the world. Nothing else. No oh, wow. Who would be the last one standing when it's all said and done? A cat I, or a chicken? I gotta say cat. Yeah. I, I think the cat wins that. Going away. Uh, chickens, chickens are survivors. They are, but I just don't know. The chickens cat, are pretty mean. Yeah, but I think the cats yeah. would overwhelm them. I, 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 I cats, do. Yeah. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. Over time. Yeah, I would pick cat in that. Uh, but interesting. You, I you, mean, you just throw cats out somewhere and you'll go back and there's a bunch of them and i, I mean, want they, they survive and i want you to know if you came up with that and wanted to ask that question today i stand corrected a three-hour ride for you over to this event is nothing you, you, <laughs> you, you you've got time and uh, you know so that's great uh let's go to, work out a lot of issues uh bubba let's go to cody in birmingham Co- oh cody cody go ahead 30 seconds hey there guys uh so what would happen if Joe Biden died before the election, great question. You know that uh, that has been brought up several times. Um, I think since Kamala, I'm sorry, 
Is, did you I say said that? it right. Right. You said right. right. Panic. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, How about this? Your hair, since, your hair looks completely Caucasian, and you said her name right, okay. and you're dressed very Caucasian. You're fine. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, since she is already the nominee for vice president, I think she would go into the president. All right, so position. I, so what you're hearing a lot of people, and we've talked about this. Now, if it was this. before the nominating process and she accepting it, so, I think it would be open to be replaced. But I think now we're locked in. Because what we heard yesterday and what you're starting mm-hmm. to hear more and read is I don't know the though, excuse for Biden is going for the debates, to miss out on the debates, is he's going to get COVID, he's going to recover miraculously and they'll they'll deem him some kind of hero for doing it even though 99 percent of the people have survived it they've got it um but what if he gets it and dies is the question now and he's presenting that scenario and that's i don't bubba so you're saying kamala would be that, that's not an unlikely thing he's in that age group if he gets I, I COVID, think that's right but i'm not sure i would like to dive even deeper and we had the story yesterday and we didn't get to it because i didn't fully understand it when i even read it But then I heard commentary on it yesterday about this whole Joe Biden presidential run and how there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Uh, We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Wednesday Bible Study back today live on our YouTube channel. Starting a new series today. We will now walk through First and Second Peter. Session one in First Peter starts today, uh, noon Central Time, one o'clock Eastern, on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Archive soon after. Links available on all the Rick and Bubba social media platforms. Uh, Bubba, so first of all, tell everybody what happens right. if uh, if Biden were to die or have some kind of health issue or could not go on before the election. What happens to the Democratic Party? Uh, there's four scenarios. Okay, let me hit them real quick. What if Biden dies before the Democratic National Convention? We've already had that, so that one's out. What if a party's presidential nominee dies between the convention and election day? That's where we are right now. If uh, that happened, it's pretty straightforward. The National Political Committee, whoever that would be, in this case the Democrats, would meet and select a new nominee. It would not automatically go to the VP, according to this. Mm. Okay. The third scenario is, what if a party's presidential candidate dies between Election Day in November and the Electoral College meeting in December? Okay. You're headed into uncharted waters here, but it can be resolved by the U.S. Supreme Court. The problem is different states have different rules regarding how electors can vote. Some states tie their electors to the winning candidate. Some, you have to go, so it's 50 different rules. So we're in uncharted water. Supreme Court would have to decide that. If a party's presidential nominee dies between the Electoral College meeting in December and the Senate, who confirms the vote in January, what happens then? They say this is the scariest one of all. It's up for grabs. The 20th Amendment says if the president dies before beginning his or her term, then the vice president-elect is chosen. That seems pretty straightforward. But there's a legal debate over when a person actually becomes president-elect. Does it happen after the Electoral College votes in December or after Congress certifies the Electoral College vote in early January? At this point, the U.S. Supreme Court would once again have to step in and rule on the issue. 
So you have four scenarios. One's out because we've passed that. And the one they asked about specifically is the second one. And yes. That, and that would be that uh, that they pick a new candidate. Yes. The, the national political uh, – remember, in the general election, the candidates are put there by the parties. So the party would get to replace that person according to this. Now, of all of these, this has never taken place. We've never had these scenarios. The closest one, Rick, was, and this is kind of interesting, uh, and it was way back, and I think it was Taft. His VP died, um, but he didn't win the election, so it didn't matter. So there you go. Yeah. Now I think that's who it was. Now over to this other story. So Trump was being interviewed by Laura Ingram on on Monday, and we had the story yesterday. We just never got around to it because it it was a little difficult to follow. I, I don't think any of us have to go conspiracy to say that Joe Biden does not appear, and this is not a dig on him, this is just a medical situation that we've dealt with in our own families and one day, sadly, may be dealing with it ourselves, that he, he's, he's struggling with his faculties and, and, and people are saying... It's kind of hit or miss sometimes. This candidate is nothing but a, a puppet. And so he talks to Laura Ingram, and the president starts talking about this, this dark, deep group that are really behind uh, Biden. So here it is talking to Laura Ingram, and he's doubling down. I, I don't even like to mention Biden because he's not controlling anything. Who, who do you they think is pulling him. Biden's strings? Uh, is it former Obama People officials? that you've never heard of. People that are in the dark shadows. People that... Oh, what are, does that mean? That sounds like conspiracy theory. Dark shadows. No, what is people that? that you haven't heard of. They're, they're people that are on the streets. They're people that are controlling the streets. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with with thugs wearing these dark uniforms, black uniforms with gear and this and that. They're they're on a plane. Where's the where's this, I'll tell you sometime, but I, I, it's under investigation right now. The money is coming from somewhere. Money is coming when, from, how can it be from some very stupid rich people that have no idea that if their thing ever succeeded, which it won't, they will be thrown to the wolves like you've never seen before. So he's wow. saying that this mm. whole campaign. So Greg, he's talking deep out, state, Greg. deep state, deep state. Yeah. Deep state. Well, and that's that George Soros uh, bunch that have just piles of money, but for some reason are uh, seem to be just dead set on having a a socialist communist America. Yeah. Well, even though they made their money as free enterprise people. And I think that's what Trump is saying. He says the, the, the what he means by them not being wise and being stupid is you've got all this money, and what you don't realize, the very system that made you this way, if you accomplish the kind of America you're after, you're going to be the first ones thrown to the wolves because yep. you're going to now be rich people. Right. And uh, he said they're not really thinking this through, but he's saying that, that there is an investigation going on about this mysterious group of people that got on the plane and they were going to the, the Republican National Convention intent on doing damage, and they claim that they are funding the rioters uh, and uh, that there's there's a there's a people he calls in the dark shadows people you have not heard of they're part of a group of people who he said are not very smart but they got a ton of money and they're funding this whole thing and they're the ones that are truly running this candidacy of Joe Biden he will be nothing as he's tried to warn before and said a Trojan horse that they were all used as the face of the um, of the presidential administration but they will actually be pulling the strings and running it if they succeed. Well, we we talked about the age, uh, and I can't underline that enough. Trump was the leader as the oldest 
president who got inaugurated at 70 years old. If Joe Biden wins, he will be 78 on Inauguration Day. Yeah. Mm. So that's um, – but but I think and – I, and I don't try to chase conspiracy theories, and I understand how <laughs> this is going to play. Uh, once again, this is probably something the president wasn't supposed to even mention. Of course. But he did. Um, and and But I don't have to really look at the parts of it that maybe you think, I don't know. But does anybody honestly think – I mean, just – it doesn't matter your, your political leanings, your ideology – does anybody honestly think that Joe Biden is fit? Think of what, what Bubba just said. And some people, you know, at 78 have really got it together and they, they're clear. But we're, we're going into a place age-wise we've never gone before. Yeah, yeah, and, by, and, by a big measure. Right, and yeah. I remember people being critical of Ronald Reagan because of his age um, and and that, um, that this is something we've never tried, and it doesn't appear that this man – has uh, you know he, we, he's as we've said he's had forty seven years uh, to to make his difference um, and um, and it, this candidacy looks more like it's political than this person is really able to do what's going to be required and so Trump says there seems to be evidence that uh, there's a a group of ideology uh, that people who have an ideology and a lot of money. Uh, that are trying to create this lawless, anarchist culture where they can grab power and use Biden as their candidate, but they'll actually be running the show. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that – I don't know that that's all that far-fetched, not because I know much about who these people are. I think he's talking about George Soros, and people tied to him would make mm-hmm. sense. Right. Uh, based on the things we know about George Soros and how he's gotten involved with well, and candidates and yeah, fun, right. funded candidates. and Well, there's people always trying to uh, push influence on people, and I think you, you're going to see that more than ever right now because they feel like he's, you know, can be pushed around some. Yeah, or, or, or even if he... Well, look at what he's already had to do to get these Bernie and AOC. Right. We'll come back. Also, don't forget, if uh, if we reach uh, this utopia that the far, far left wants, this socialistic slash communistic Marxist utopia, the ruling class will live much differently than everyone else. There's been proof of that already with Miss Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, we'll show you that when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, we are back. Do you know whether you have the best deal on your car or homeowner's insurance? I mean, honestly, right now, and, and you're like me, you probably just said, "Look, I got to get some car insurance." I know so and so. We've known him all his life, all of our life, and we knew his daddy and his granddaddy, and we've just always been with them. And hey, our homeowner's insurance. Hey, I just get to get this loan. I need to get it done. I just called who I was familiar with. And, uh, and you may have the best deal on, your, on the coverage that you needed uh, for your home or your automobile. It may be. But do you know that? If you don't, uh, you know how much it'll cost you to find out? Nothing. Uh, go to Gabby, G-A-B-I dot com slash Bubba. You'll enter some information. Take a few minutes uh, with your automobile. And I'm talking about, a very, uh, about two minutes. Automobile and homeowner's insurance. For me, maybe five. So uh, you get that done. <laughs> And then they will show you 40 other insurance providers, the big names, Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, State Farm, Allstate, Farmers, many others. And they'll say, well, here's what these insurance companies would charge you for the exact same coverage you now have. And then you look and you go, 
wow, that's substantial savings, or eh, I think I'm about where I need to be. The, even if there's one a little bit better, it may not be worth it, but what if it's a lot better? Uh, or you may get peace of mind and say, I got a pretty good deal with old, with old Billy Bob that I've known, him and his daddy and his granddaddy, who all been the same insurance agency forever. Uh, so find out the the Rick and Bubba listeners are saving about $825 a year on average, some more, some less. So if you'd like to find out, it's about two minutes, and it's free. They don't sell your informi- information to anyone, so don't worry about that. Gabby.com slash Bubba, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Loving getting the emails from all of you that are saving money on your insurance. It's awesome. Uh, Bubba, we got a Pelosi update here. My favorite word is the word, Mm. is the word, (laughs) the word. Isn't it a beautiful word when you think of it? Mm. Word. (laughs) Uh, So Nancy Pelosi, listen, this is important. Everybody, Everybody pay attention. Okay, this is important. If you ever want to know the truth about anything, you just look at what's actually happening. Not what people say, but what they actually do. We've been telling you, not because we're, we're we know we're goodens. Look, this show has got a, it's a team of goodens. It's team gooden. Dandy city. But we can logically think through things. And we know because it, we see it that this, that when you get into so, socialistic, communistic, Marxist, Marxist points of view, the, the ruling class will live differently than everyone else. Right now, with all of its flaws and a constitutional republic, it is designed, and it certainly is made by people, so it's got flaws. But Yeah, nothing is perfect. It's, it's designed not to have a ruling class. Now, we've allowed Washington to become a ruling class. Yep, yep. I'll acknowledge that. That's on us. The founding fathers would be livid that we've allowed a ruling class and a royal family to be established here in our country, and that happens in Washington, D.C., where you know I heard um, – I, it might have been Limbaugh yesterday, and he made the point, and it was really well communicated because uh, he's one of the best at communicating, whether you agree or disagree with him. He said, up there, there's a lot of these people up here. They've been there forever, and this is the way their kids are going to be taken care of the rest of their life. They're going to find them. Or they're going to get them a place up here. It, it's the ultimate wealthy people passing it on to people that they are either related to or other people. We've let We've let Washington become the ruling class, but we still can limit them because we're still hanging on to a constitution that I know some of y'all want to burn right now. But it's our only hope. (laughs) And that means that I don't have to be forever in either the middle, lower class, or poverty. I got a chance. I got to overcome some stuff. And everybody's road is not the same. But you're allowed to go out and say, I'm going to maximize this liberty that is still afforded me, and that maximum liberty will give me a chance at maximum potential I, too, can do well in this country, not just the ruling class. Now, remember, the ruling class, we've already heard, remember back at Obamacare, guess who exempt themselves from it? The Washington. ruling class. Washington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? And if you don't believe, the more power you give them, they're selling you a bill of goods. Their life is not going to change. Like, like this thing about defunding police and <laughs> abolishing police. Guess who's always going to have security? Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. The ruling class, Republicans and Democrats, it doesn't have to just be Democrats. The Republicans, they're always going to have security. You know who they were probably hire? The very policemen that they ran out of your neighborhood so you'll vote for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll hire them to be their private security. And guess what? They're doing it with your tax dollar. So I know for a fact, because I actually uh, talked to um, someone who, who cuts my hair yesterday, she says, I have a friend that lives in San Francisco area. And that friend came back home to the Birmingham area, which is where we live, mm-hmm. and said, while I'm in town, can you please get me in to have my hair done? I haven't been able to have my hair done in California since March. Uh, we're not allowed to. Now, they just now said, we'll allow you 
you know, the great ruling Newsom, mm-hmm. we will now allow you to do it outside. Mm-hmm. But nobody can do it inside. That was only a day ago. And that was a day ago. Before yeah. that, you couldn't do it at all. Right. But guess who got to? Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and she's been busted. Yeah, uh, visiting a San Francisco hair salon. Look, here she comes in. She's got her own person. No mask on. No mask on. And she's coming into the salon that you can't go to. Right. All right. And she's inside where you can't go. Here she comes. And she's there getting her hair done because she's going to live differently than you. If it's dangerous for anybody to go to a hair salon and go inside, it's dangerous for Nancy Pelosi. Matter of fact, she may be in a high-risk category. Yeah. True. Uh, so she is saying you're not allowed to do this. She'll even go out and say, nobody should be allowed to do this <clears throat> except me. Mm-hmm. Bubba, except for me. Yeah, because God, I pay, am important. Pay attention to this. Pay attention. And see, the worst part is if you start buying into it, well, I, they should be allowed to do things we can't do. Mama, be real careful buying into that. Mm-hmm. Be careful buying into oh, that. Yeah. Boy. So she, she got a wash and a blow dry. And uh, and they say that, of course, her her camp is saying she didn't do anything wrong and blah, blah, blah. Well, she yes, she did. And, yes, and she, she did. always wears a mask and complies with COVID requirements. Well, she's she not. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have it on right there. Uh, so they're trying to defend it. But the, the uh, salon owner was on Fox News and said Pelosi received the wash and blow dry. And let's say that she could come in. You're still not supposed to blow your hair dry, uh, you know, while at any salons that uh, that is according to the coronavirus safety precautions for the hair salons in california so the fact that she got her her hair blown dry is is a violation just that here's what you need to know and we've said this on the air it's a big old country yeah praise the lord it's a big old country yeah. okay but if you want to see what your state will look like under their rule look to california Look to New York. Mm-hmm. Look look to where everywhere they already rule. Look at D.C. Mm-hmm. Look at all these cities. They're already in charge. This mm-hmm. is what it will look like mm-hmm. wherever you live. In California, it is the, the most tyrannical, overreaching central government. Pelosi loves it there. You know why? Because all this overreach by the government, it doesn't affect her. Right. Mm-hmm. You think she didn't have power when you do rolling mm-hmm. blackouts? She doesn't roll blackouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, hey, your, your hair's a mess, isn't it? Nancy's isn't. And see, we hey, all, man, hey man, I don't have any she, law. I don't have any law enforcement. She does. She's important, really. Yeah, the hey, I'm having a hard time making a living. She's not. She's against guns, mm-hmm. but her guards have guns. Of course they do. Uh, Fox News obtained screenshots of the text messages going back and forth with the East Salon uh, uh, owner and one of the hairstylists who you know they rent their chairs, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of the stylists said they got a text from Pelosi's assistant saying that she wants to come in and get her hair did. And and so there and she's like Pelosi, like really are you kidding me? Like I'm, you know, I'm a single mom uh, hair salon owner and since March we haven't been able to be open and been trying to figure out a way to stay afloat and she's coming in. She said it was like a slap in the face. Yep. The owner was not happy at all. Yeah, this is the quote from the owner. She said when I got the calls and they said basically you need to get out of the way and let us bring mm-hmm. the, your, her royal majesty in That's right. for her hair done. And she said this is a slap in the face that she went into the salon, uh, that she feels she can just go in and get her stuff done while no one else can go in. I can't even go to work, and she's going to walk into the very mm-hmm. salon that I can't even operate and get her hair done. It's a slap in the face to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, But, hey, take a note. 
Hey, <clears throat> take a note. That's how it's done. Hey, See, I, I, want, I wonder how it'll be, Rick. See what they're doing. I'll tell you, that's how it'll be. There it is. Hey, Rick, how do we know what the truth is? What people actually do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But not many's going to cover this now, okay? Not many's going to cover oh, this. Oh, you couldn't get this story on MSNBC if your life depended on it. Well, that's the thing. Just think about in these socialist, uh, communist countries, they completely own the media. Oh, of course. I mean, there's some, there's some outlet still here that doesn't just get in line with them, that mm-hmm. still has some objective presence or at least an opposing view. Yeah. Hey, listen, let me tell you something. Listen, do we remember the great – Antoinette's statement, let them eat cake. Mm-mm. Let me tell you what you just saw. Miss mm. Pelosi, Miss Pelosi, what about all those people that can't get their hair done? Let them put it in a ponytail. It's true. I'm going to get mine done. Yeah. Let them pull it back. I'm getting mine done. Because I'm at a hey, put a, hey, put a put a hat on you, you scum. I'll get mm-hmm. my hair done. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> above you. I'm the ruling class. Wear a cap. She's looking sharp. Yeah. It's just a, and that's just the way it is. You better learn how this works, and you need to learn whether you love them or not, whether you want to tear down their statues or not. The founding fathers said, "You can't trust them with that. You can't give them that power. Nope. Nobody, nobody. You can't give the government that kind of power." Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Eight six six. We be big. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Phone calls coming in. Uh, we'll start uh, with uh, Trish out of Pinson, Alabama. Trish has got us on the legendary 104.7 WZZK. Trish, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Go ahead. I just had a question, and you may have already covered it, but I always thought that presidential candidates and vice presidents uh, candidates had to have like a medical physical to see if they could run. Is that true? If they uh, could run? No, I, anybody could run for run. any reason, and the president gets mm-hmm. regular checkups. Right, but yeah. uh, it's not it's not a medical requirement. No, yeah. It, Is they, it a requirement to release your how your reports that you get from do, the physicians? They? they usually do. And I, I think, again, go back to this. I know we're talking about the same thing. With Biden, I don't think there's a physical issue there. No, I don't uh, think so. It, it's whether he has yeah. the mental faculties mental. Uh, to be able to, to I mean, carry out. I mean, we've seen that many yeah. times with, you know, even, you know, we, even our, in our own family. I'm thinking, well, you know, yeah. the physical health is not the problem. It's what yeah. it's what happens with dementia and Alzheimer's and and some of the other struggles with the, the that some people struggle with at this age, and some people don't. Yeah. Uh, but um, corn pop, he seems to be in good shape. Yeah. Physically, I think he's Physically, okay. Corn pop, he'll fight you. Just go to. Uh, he'll take a poke at you. Let's go to Stephen and Hoover. Stephen, go yeah. ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, big boys, how you doing? Good. We're great. Hey, I I hear what you're saying about the the Nancy Pelosi wanting her hair done, but I think we're missing a grand opportunity. I'd roll out the red carpet, welcome her in. I would jack that head up. I would ha- I-, I would have her looking like a rodeo clown by the time she <laughs> That's left. funny. Yeah. Yeah, fix your hair. Kind of like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> well, keep in mind, though, that once again, you're missing it, Stephen. 
the ruling class, they've got a vetted out stylist. I mean, they don't mm-hmm. they don't have anybody that there's that's their yeah, stylist that doesn't no have been move is yeah. not already well planned. You, out. You've already you've already uh, bowed to me, uh, and you belong to me. You would not do anything like that because I've got my own stylist that goes with me. We just <laughs> need one of your chairs, a place that can't open. That's the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Oh, what a lovely word! The, the word, the word. What about that little crazy laugh at the end? She starts yeah. throwing that pizza dough up anytime she gets the oh, yeah. tight. You're right. Lance in Alabama. Lance, go ahead. Lance. The word. Hey, good morning, Biggins. Hey, buddy. Hey, I just sent an email. Uh, Speedy can read. I sent it to Speedy. Uh, this is in regards to Nancy Pelosi being removed from session either yesterday or the day before in a drunken stupor and ranting and cussing all of the uh, constituents. I said that right, wrong. But anyway, on this show, uh, it was probably as close as we can get. Yeah, she had to be removed by the sergeant of arms uh, because she went on a uh, quote unquote F tirade against all the Republicans. Really? I need to read that article. It it is hilarious. And this happened yesterday? Is this supposed to be true? Either yesterday or the day before. And I'm trying to find it on C SPAN so you can actually record everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really. So we we can't uh, confirm that. You're just saying that there's an article that claims. No, it was it was fact checked, and it it was fact checked as true. Yeah, but then but it, but it, but it did okay. happen yesterday. I think this it may be have happened years ago, and they replayed it. I don't know. We'll okay, see. we'll look into no, it. No, they were just. It, no, it was just about uh, them trying to pass that new uh, incentive. I got you. Okay. All right. Well, we'll look into it. And yeah. See. No, yeah. I, I have not heard that. I, I'll say this. I hope I hope she did. I do too. I'm not I, confident. Uh, in it, I'm I not either. It, it is false, according to yeah. Snopes. Dang it. Mm. Well, I mean, Snopes. Y'all know who's running that place? Yeah. Well, I'm just George a former hooker and, yeah. and Snopes serious business. Got, no, I'm yeah. not kidding. I saw, I saw a story on this. expect that to be the, on, no, on no. her resume. The guy there's, that started There's about this. eight stories saying it's fake. Yeah, I don't think it happened. Yeah, I don't know. It was actually that. first published by a satire group. It would make. Big time. <laughs> it was. Uh, There's Babylon B again. It, well, it wasn't no. them. It was. Uh, Onion. Alyssa, who was it? Randy. I was confident. In Huntsville. Randy, go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Uh, good. good. <laughs> hey, this is what you were talking about, Pelosi, earlier. Uh, you may have covered it, and you did. I apologize. Uh, about the Philadelphia mayor eating out for dinner inside a restaurant while yeah. the city cannot. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, we, we yeah, saw that one. We hadn't please. talked about it, but we saw it. We did not talk about it, but as you said, there's another example. Ruling class. The, the people of Philly can't eat in here, but I can. And they said in there. He left town, left state to go do what his people cannot. Of course. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. And then I think Nancy Pelosi came in drunk. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sergeant Arms had to remove it. Had to remove it. <laughs> Let's go to uh, – Done it deliberate. But, again, another example. Here, here's Philadelphia's mayor. and you Yeah, know, Rick. Yeah. Ruling class. Right. Again, here we go. Yeah. You take Rick, a, the rules don't apply to them. You no, know that. You no. Me. They're, they're important. too important. Yeah, we're hey, so stupid. I used to always, Bubba brought it to my attention. You were the first one to do it. Like, people bring things to my attention. I wish you wouldn't because I can't get out of my mind. It's how some politician would give you their, their business card, and it has honorary. Honorable. Yeah. Honorable. So there ain't nothing honorable about y'all. I mean, <laughs> honorable. How about when somebody puts something on their card, they declare themselves honorable? Yeah. Well, let us be the yeah, judge of that. Somebody yeah, needs to put that it, title on yeah. you. Let somebody give you that title. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't promote yourself to that standard. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Zach in Birmingham. Zach, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Monkey grass and green acres. Hey, thank you. Go ahead. 
All right, so I was thinking there's 535 members of Congress total, including the Senate and the House of Republicans. Yes, that's correct. So half, of, half of that would be 267 and a half. So over under 267 and a half, how many members of Congress have had their hair professionally done since March. Oh, oh gosh. Can I just go with a percentage? I mean, <laughs> I, I would I would say that I bet it's in the 90 percentile. At least 75. Yeah, would, there might be one that it, didn't do it like Ron, uh, Rand Paul or something. Yeah. yeah, obviously he hasn't had it. No, this looks is. like mine. I would say that they're, they're, <laughs> I really honestly think of the people in Washington that I would say they would actually live as the people do, and if we can't do Rick, something, they, have they their can't own, either. They have their own barbershop. Yeah, I would say that's a tiny percentage. Yeah. It's a tiny percentage. Uh, but uh, so I would say most uh, are not living. Uh, they're living one way and asking us to live the other. They've been eating buffets for months. Uh, Bubba, Bubba, the good news today. Is back. The buffet is back buffet. today. Are you in excited? our state? The buffets are now in business. Are you excited? I am. I'm yeah. very happy about it. It just yeah. feels good. Let's feels get I've got a Pizza Hut staked out on my way today. I'm already monitoring. Watch out. Hmm? Let's go to Patrick in ten- t- 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 Tennessee. T- Patrick, go Tennessee. ahead. Thirty seconds. Well, here's my question with when it comes to Nancy Pelosi. What's up with the scarf? I mean, does she have a whole bunch of hickeys, or are they just holding her head off? <laughs> well, I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think what you're probably seeing there is she is probably uh, – she's a little older – and uh, she's she's just trying to cover up Google as much neck. as possible. Craig, she's got you, you get a little colder Craig. too when you get older. Yeah. She may yeah. just be trying to get warm. Well, I mean you, that's 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 a common Standard fashion move when you get a little older. Dennis Craig. in North and, Florida, and they look some of them look good. Yeah. Dennis, go ahead. There he goes again. I, I, I'm bad. <laughs> I cannot. Bo- Hello, hey guys, how you doing? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can't say anything in here. You can't I, say anything. It laughing. has a chilling effect. <laughs> go ahead. I, I'm, I'm baffled by the audacity of these people. Are you really? Yeah, I am baffled by the audacity. I, and try to spell that word, but I got to tell you, they, they, they. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a subject. Yeah, you should. Well, That's hey, why they want you to well, let, let me Let me throw something else at you. Nancy Pelosi is standing in the way right now of, of you getting your check. Yeah, she is. You, you, you should she, feel like a subject because that's the way they are making us feel. She's blocked and played politics every time we've tried to hand out money to get through this COVID-19. She's brought her laundry list of the last 40 years of things she couldn't get through Congress. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, a brand new hour. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix this hour. Uh, Welcome back, Team Rick and Bubba. And put your hands together. Number 12 on his jersey, but number one in your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Bill Bubba Butsy. Hey, Bub. Rick, what an honor and a privilege to be here in old seat number two. Boy, you, you, how about this? You've set in it well, sir. No, thank you. The chairs took a beating. Boy, it's got a, an imprint we can all never forget. That <laughs> <laughs> is just the will of me. The will of me gets on
the wonderful Will of Meat. It's illuminated, found only here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Meat is on the wheel, thus its name. Uh, but also flowers from uh, 1-800-Flowers.com. Uh, cameras and feeders from Moultrie. Buzzbox Coffee. Blaze TV subscriptions. Rick and Bubba prizes out of the Rick and Bubba store. But sometimes, Bubba, you can't have nothing. You're eaten by Jaws. Or we just all enjoy the wonderment that is Henry the Horse. <laughs> so those are your options on the Wheel of Meat. Speedy is back. Speedy, welcome back. Welcome Get to spin the wheel again. What's up? Hey, buddy. I know you've missed this. So a Speedy will be uh, spinning the wonderful Wheel of Meat. Hey, Rick, Greg's on the drums. If you <laughs> I hear that. Where is, where's Greg? There, there he is. There he is. Yes. Just when my hearing had almost returned. Uh, let's go to David in Wilsonville. David, you know what to say to Speedy. Go right ahead. Wow, what a wheel. Let it rip, Speedy. Trumpy bears up top. There goes, Trumpy bears. The right. hand of truth is giving you a thumbs up and the Christmas pig smiling from ear to ear. Do you agree with the hand of truth? I do, Rick, I do. All right, David, let's see what happens. Will slowing down a little bit. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you did it, man. You, it, 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 it landed on Moultrie. You better give Speedy a thank you for that. That is awesome. What so, a spin. Uh, so what do you want? To, well, what a spin. Do you want the, <laughs> the Cambridge, which is the XV7000 or XA7000, uh, whichever provider works best where you hunt, uh, or do you want a feeder package? I'll go with the camera. Uh, camera it is. Good call. Uh, we'll put you on hold. <laughs> Whoa. And uh, Moultrie will send that directly to you. Thank you so much for playing on the wonderful Will of Meat. Uh, we're going to go where it began, Bubba, 26 and a half years ago. Oh, come on. Michael is in Gadsden, Alabama. He's City of Champions. He's listening on Z93. And what do you say to Speedy, Michael? Wow, what a wheel. Give it a rip, Speedy. This lands for Michael and the land of Rick and Bubba. Any shot you think we'll get a statue, or do you think somebody would tear it down? Uh, I'm not big on statues right now, Rick. <laughs> what? What a day! What? Uh, e- e- oh! Henry, 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 the horse. Henry the horse. I mean, it was right there on the path. It was either you know, it's kind of cruel that a horse is so close to the meat icon, but right. Hello, Henry. What's up, guys? How what? you doing, Henry? What's up, guys? <laughs> Henry. <laughs> the drums scare you, Henry? <laughs> you know, as we're living in these historic days, I've been trying to look back at some of the great speeches in history. Oh, yes. You know, I have a dream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give me liberty or give me death. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden's recent speech, COVID, in the past year, 100 years, more lives than look. Just think about it. Just think about it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what a horse. Well, that clip what is a disturbing, horse. isn't what it? What a horse. A horse. There you a go, horse. Henry. <laughs> what a horse. What I a love horse. that horse. I love that horse. Uh, let's go to... Greg, Greg's on the drums if you need him. I hear him. Let's go to let's go to Hunter. <laughs> Hunter is in Sylacauga. Hunter, go ahead. What do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a year and wow, what a wheel. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Isn't that the truth? Wow, what a year. 
Such clarity. It's flowers. Sweetie, you didn't do your smell it. it, 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 it. There you go. Oh boy, you are smelling. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of flowers there. Well, you gotta get in there and smell it. All right, so let's uh, let's see, Hunter. Uh, you can have two dozen multicolored roses. Uh, you can have two dozen two dozen red roses or a vibrant summer lily bouquet. Uh, let's go with a summer lily bouquet. Well, you know, I, I, I sensed you were that kind of guy. So, all right, we'll we'll put you on hold, and you tell tell us where you want those to go, or one eight hundred flowers will find out. And then you'll go. All right, let's uh, let's continue uh, with uh, Glenwood, Alabama. Glenwood. D- Dusty is standing by. Dusty, how you doing, buddy? Morning, fellas. Y'all doing all right? Were you named after uh, world-famous wrestler Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream? Ab- <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, when I was born, my parents choked slammed me through the table. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. What do you say to Speedy, Dusty? Wow, what a wheel. Oh. Ricketts. It's either that or he lived just slightly off the pavement. <laughs> that was the American dream. Around and around she spins. Where she goes, nobody knows. Look at our Avengers uh, pinball machine in the mix. We got a lot of lights going on. We got a lot going on. Very bright. We need that. Uh, let's see. Dusty. Oh, oh. Pippin. Pippin. Oh, Dusty. Oh, Pippin. Come on. Pippin ain't coming home. So uh, no winner there. Mm. De- eaten by Jaws like the dog Pippet. Uh, I think we can get one more in, Bubba. One more in. One get, more, Greg. Give me a number between one and ten. Hello. I said give me a number. Oh, between one, one. you want me to do it? <laughs> one and seven. It's seven. seven. What about lucky seven? <laughs> what about lucky seven? <laughs> who, who am I? <laughs> Travis, welcome out of Auburn, Alabama. Travis, I'm studying the drum riff over there. What, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Reverse spin. Reverse for the final spin today. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. No whammies is right. Uh, oh, there you go. Uh, okay. Buzz box, buzz box, buzz box. Drink it. Drink, drink, uh, Delicious drink, buzz box coffee. Are you already a subscriber to buzz box? I am not. Well, you are now. Uh, well, you don't have to subscribe, but we'll send you a free pound of the best coffee you have ever uh, drank. If you decide you love it, you can become a subscriber. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. And right now from Nicaragua, we've got a coffee of the month, a dark rose from Nicaragua. For those of you that are already subscribers, if you'd like to try something new. Uh, so let's put you on hold, and BuzzBox will send you that free pound, okay? Thank you. Uh, Speedy, good job on the wheel today. Great spinning. Good job, buddy. Great drum work over there, Greg. Great drum work, Greg. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and uh, congratulations to the winners. Nice uh, nice oh. moment with Henry the Horse. Thought Buddy Rich was in the house there for a minute. When we come back, Bubba, the great state of Mississippi's got a decision to make, and I think they've made it. We just don't know what it is yet. We will find out, potentially, what their new flag looks like today. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 20 minutes past the hour. Our focus, the states of Mississippi. Mississippi! 
uh, we've got a, a big moment uh, in Mississippi history, the changing of the state flag. So the top two designs, Bubba, we're, we're down to the, to the final two. All right. So let me be sure I've got this right. I've read this about three times, and we've been talking about it. They started out with 3,000 submissions. Wow. They worked it down to 146 options. They kept letting the public have input on it, and they got down to nine, then to five, and now they're down to two, and they're going to announce the one they're putting up for the public to vote on today. So there'll be one after today. Then when you go to the polls in November, you get to vote up or down on it. If it's a no, they go back and start over. Now, the flag, to me, when I look at It's not even close. To me, the new Magnolia flag is much better than the shield one to me. I don't know. Just The shield is too plain, and I don't know why it's called the river. Is that supposed to be the river going across the crest of the shield? Yeah, I think so. So that doesn't look like a river to me? To me, I liked, and you know me, I'll I'll go with the flag they didn't pick, but I like the one that showed the Mississippi River and the outline of Mississippi and Louisiana. I thought that one looked good. It's got a lot of the same features to it. Well, the people it's got the magnolia and it's got the stars around it and all that. The people didn't like that that Louisiana was horning in on it. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just telling what the people said. Well, I know, but scoot it over. But uh, you <laughs> know, the, the Mississippi River. You can't show the Mississippi River without Louisiana being in it somewhat. Yeah. Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. But I thought that was a good look. Down to flag. the final two. I'm with you. The magnolia is superior. Yeah, it's a good, clean it, looking flag. It's got "In God We Trust," which had to be part of it. Um, and I think it's a much much better flag. The, which, which I, mean, I like the colors. Uh, and, it's and, not that one. And apparently, <laughs> yeah, look at just look at that. I love that one. Hey, that state bird on it. Um, the colors are good, and apparently there's some tie-in to uh, Native Mississippians and the Choctaw Indians on that. So uh, Cherokee and Choctaw. <laughs> well, I'm just reading the quote here right. from the tribal I'm chief of Mississippi's song. Choctaw Indians. Yeah, so we, we're getting a lot Cyrus of, Ben. We're getting a lot of Mississippi we'll people calling in. So yeah. what do y'all think? Yeah. Uh, we need some. What, uh, what, which one? Uh, you're on the show. Which one would you you do you like? We we like the Magnolia flag the best. I like the old shield because the river across the top kind of looks like a piece of bacon. Well, it does. <laughs> it does. Rick, what I'm now worried about. Now you've changed my whole attitude about it. Rick, this, from doing this show over the years, this is what I immediately thought of. we got to really look at that magnolia flower. Is there anything phallic in it? You know oh, what I mean? Because oh, you know how oh, Disney kept slipping things in on oh, everybody? Oh, yeah. And you go back. and, and either, I think that's what got the mosquito voted a, Either uh, <laughs> <laughs> intentionally or not. Will will something be said? Let's get a good look at let's, it. I mean, look. we need to look let's, in let's every direction. Good, let's get a good look. Make sure there's no, I, nothing in there. White supremacy sign. Yeah, yeah is there any secret yeah, we, meaning inside? Yeah. Has anybody? Of it? Has anybody found? What, uh, what, is that a? What is the number inside the? We got to count it. Yeah. What is that number? And what's the stars? What do they represent? Oh, do we know? Everybody looked really good. This now. Is there any way to tie bigotry and racism to a magnolia bloom? Now uh, I know the the yellow diamond shaped star is to Another. reflect Mississippi's Native American history and culture. That's what it stands for. You didn't I don't, know that. You no, no that. I read it right here. I'm reading it. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what if you would have known? What if you said, well, I thought I don't know. know. I'm trying to see what all the stars stand for. I'm sure there's some Greg and Columbus. symbolism there. Greg, go ahead. Hey, uh, my favorite flag was the one with the outline of Mississippi on the riverside of Louisiana. Yeah, me too. But the reason it got 
it got put away is because when it turns the other way in the wind, it looks like Alabama. Does it really? <laughs> it may. Yes. Yeah. You, uh, so yeah, it, it had some <laughs> issues. I like the Magnolia flag is all is clean. Yeah. The colors look good. How do you like Magnolia being the the main part of it? Sweet, sweet Magnolia. Magnolia. You know, it's Mississippi. You, you know, you think uh, of Magnolias and the smell of Magnolias when you're in, great, when you're in the mighty Mississippi. Uh, Mississippians, tell us about the stars and the number of yellow dots in the Magnolia bloom. I'm sure there's some symbolism there, or is that accurate to how many they actually have? I don't know. Uh, is there any- Rick, I will say this. There's one pedal to the right there that looks amazingly like a uh, – uh, a chicken leg to me. I don't mm. know if Jeff see that or not. Ain't that bad thing. I guarantee you, I could probably see it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And, and now, if, is it true? Is it true that part of it somewhere in there there's a tribute to Mike Leach? <laughs> so, what are, you doing? what are you doing? I'm just looking to see if I see anything in yeah, there. Are you, are you looking? You at trying it? to find something dirty, Bubba? No, you just got to uh, check. Yeah, look, I'm just doing due better, diligence. You better, you better be called. careful. You, you know, people slip stuff in. Oh, dirty yeah. black. Yeah, um, I mean, did anybody think that we're going to have to worry that, about that with Disney cartoons? You know, no, no. Boy, and, and, and there's disturbing. more there. So uh, they uh, they so check what, it out. So and, what, and keep in mind, somebody tried to get a mosquito in. So there's all there's no telling. You yeah. know. So what we're going to do to be sure I can follow well, everything you I said could. is that they're going to tell us now <laughs> it's going to be a thumbs up, thumbs down vote in November. Yes, but today we get the flag that we we'll, get the finalist. Okay. Yes. And if it's voted down, then they start over. Mm. Mm. They may never get a play. Uh, you know, I was looking at this these final five here. You know, I, I do like the one with the state on it, but I, I don't know. The shield one just doesn't. The shield one, it I'm doesn't not, how move does it, how me. Did, how does that uh, shield one make it to the final two? Yeah. That's, e- even the, sh- the one. Uh, I mean. The, the, the one that has the blue with the white magnolia tree on it. Uh, I think is better looking. Than That's a that clean one. flag right there. I like that flag. Yeah, me too. Oh, <laughs> oh who did that? <laughs> who did that? <laughs> that is that is That's good. Adler, not in there. That's a good one, Lewis Adler. That is a great one. <laughs> Lewis, go ahead. Hey, I just want to let Bubba know the twenty stars on the Mississippi state flag with the magnolia. It's because Mississippi was the twentieth state admitted to the union. Got okay. it. Okay. And then you have the yellow star for Native Americans. Um, I guess I hadn't yeah. seen anything about that, but I just yeah. googled it right quick and found it for you. Yeah. Okay. They got a slot machine for the Native Americans. Greg, you know their fish, state fish, is the largemouth bass. I would have liked to have seen that oh, on the fly. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, Rick, they said the uh, okay. Let me. Each design included a yellow diamond-shaped star mm. to reflect Mississippi's Native American history and culture. The tribal chief of Mississippi's Choctaw Indian, Cyrus Ben, who was on the flag commission previously said that the symbol is significant to his tribe, seen in clothing, beadwork, and basket designs, and represents the eastern diamondback rattlesnake. Sorry, buddy. Ooh. I'm so sorry. But, but, but so does the Don't Tread on Me sign. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. But look, even on the flagpole. Look how much better that, the that one on the left looks. Look, that's oh, it does good. look good. Can I say this? That, that's a sharp-looking flag. Can I tell you, right it there, is. It? Can I tell you why I don't, I don't like the shield flag? Oh, <laughs> no, no, that's not what I was wanting. You, you can't have that. Will you, you please <laughs> stop? Stop it. You and Greg right now, it's like I've caught him between crossfire. But but I go back to this. When you saw that shield flag flying, you know what it looks like? It's like you're going to go to some kind of um, 
medieval reenactment castle, yeah. and you oh, pulled yeah, up, yeah. And, and it's really like a it's tourist. There. It, it kind of looks like an insurance company's flag. It's well, their team flag. It, you know how you have the little yeah. they fight fight each other. Yeah, that's and they what, have their little that's what it looks like. Represents their little. I don't kingdoms. like the I don't like the shield flag. And you know what it's called? It's called the Great River. That's the flag. Yeah, name. well, that's that piece. And of it's bacon. just that little that's piece at the top that fl- the flowing no. piece at the top if represents the river. If we're going to have a flag that has the name the Great River, we're going to have to have a prominent. Something yeah. about the Mississippi is River. That, is that what the blue is on the other? Is that the river in between the two banks? Uh, well, is that what the greatriverflag.com is the website that gives you all information about that design. Great River flag. I don't like the shield flag. Yeah. That's it, the it, Great River flag. That's the Great River flag. Yeah, it looks like it. We it, call it the shield flag. ain't enough flag. river. You got to really look to understand that's a river. Yeah, like the guy said, it looks like blue bacon. It does. <laughs> which at first I thought, well, that's nice. Well, yeah. which is not a bad thing. Uh-uh. Um, I wonder what Mike Leach thinks about it. <laughs> You know what? Somebody probably. Wonder what Lane Kiffin thinks. <laughs> Do you think they would agree? No, of course not. <laughs> they ain't gonna stay there long enough for no matter. They don't care. <laughs> Greg, hey, there's Greg with a positive outlook for Mississippi. Thank you, Greg. Good uplifting no, story Lane here about our new flag. I'm just talking about Lane Kiffin. The heck with it. I'm out of here. He never stayed anywhere. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Wednesday Bible Study back. It'll be live at noon on the YouTube channel. Archive soon after. New series starts today. Uh, we walk through the books of First and Second Peter today. And we start session one. My pillow. Do you know they're doing their own version of Shark Tank at MyPillow.com? Have you seen this? Yeah, Lindale. I mean, it's like he's a problem solver. I mean, if, if everybody would just turn him loose, he'll he'll solve COVID. He's trying, uh, but he now has said, "Look, we're going to use the platform that God has given us, and we're going to now use it for other American entrepreneurs to maybe get their start." He's handpicking some of them, vetting them mm-hmm. out, and putting them in a place on his website called My Store. You go to the My Store button. Uh, and you see some uh, some other inventive products that others are developing that he wants you to be aware of. Uh, of course, you go to Radio Specials to to get savings and buy one get one freeze on the stuff that My Pillow has already uh, manufactured and created. And and man, they're fantastic. Where would we be without our My Pillow? What do you think would happen to us now if all of a sudden they just took them away? I'd have uh, somebody else's pillow because it I, wouldn't be My Pillow. Yes, right. So they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, all the products. they got great warranties. You can find the link to it, rickandbubba.com, under the Sponsors button. So go to MyPillow.com, radio specials to save big on the My Pillow products. Click on the My Store link there and see some other innovative stuff uh, that uh, other entrepreneurs have put together that Lindell thinks you may love. All that uh, at MyPillow.com or RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. All right, we have an update on a story uh, that we brought you. We've got a couple uh, of really good stories yeah, coming up here. You, so this good stuff. One, this, this, this is a, an update. It's on, a Rick and uh, Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News update. Bubby, you remember this, Dandy? Uh, we had a Georgia runner that was seen slapping a reporter's uh, derriere uh, on live TV. Uh, we went on to find out that he was, uh, do I have this right, a Sunday school teacher? 
I believe that is correct, youth, Rick. Wasn't it the youth, youth minister? Yeah, oh, yeah. youth minister. That's yeah. even better. She's doing a live shot here. Joggers mm-hmm. are behind her. Big group crossing a bridge. And he gives her there uh, he is. a, a little there swat here he as he is. goes by. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at him right now. Yep. And, he, and there it is. She can't believe it. It's live TV at its best. Oh, he shouldn't have done it, Rick. No. Let me underline that. <laughs> Should not have done that. <laughs> So who's got this? You I just were, picked up you on something Adler. in the video that I have noticed who before. You were Adler. Uh, Adler's playing it. Okay. I, yeah. Do, do, we, do we have the audio of yeah. her when she makes the uh, – uh, here, here, here it comes now. Okay. <laughs> she didn't like that. No, he so he gave her a swat on the derriere, mm-hmm. and uh, the Georgia man has now pleaded guilty. That's the update to a misdemeanor charge of sexual battery. Uh, this was Tuesday, of course, from the video. He's 44. He apologized on camera before his arrest in December, saying that he'd meant to pat her on the back or the shoulder. Well, you missed the shoulder by a long way as he ran by. Rick, for the shoulder, you come down. Yeah. For derriere, low to high, okay. Hey. It's like a tennis swing. Guys, if you watch the video, I, I think here's he what went. Happened. I think he went with a swinging gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, you had, if you noticed, you had probably ten to twelve guys running by, mm-hmm. men and women, doing things in the camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you could see them start waving way ahead of time, and he got caught up in it and thought, yeah. watch this, I'm going to turn this up even more. He did. Yeah, He's completely it, lying about the whole well, he, shoulder thing. Yeah, well, that was his first statement. Then he came back and and, He's and, come and, clean and, and said, hey, I, I yeah, had he, a moment there where I just let you, to your point. Yeah, I just he, he claimed he never realized what he did until he saw the video that circulated, which he's lying about that. Mm-hmm. He says, I got caught up in the See? moment. This is what he said in December. I was getting ready to bring my hands up and to wave to the camera. See, now he's changed the direction of his hands again. Uh, and there was a misjudging character and decision-making. All I really hope is that going forward in the future, uh, that she says, I hope going forward in the future that he will do better. This is the reporter now. While I understand this, is, uh, this has probably disrupted his life more than he ever imagined, nobody has the right to touch anyone or slap anybody uh, for their own amusement. He's been sentenced to one year on probation. He's been fined $1,000, and he also has to perform 200 hours of community service. Uh, he, they said they will make sure this community service is nowhere near anyone doing a live shot. <laughs> right. <on time. laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's the slap heard around the world. Mm. Yep. Yep. So wow. he, he's now pleading guilty, is. so he's just saying, hey, y'all got me. What is that charge? A sexual battery charge. Mm-hmm. That sounds. That's a little uh, much. That sounds a little harsh for that. I mean, does yeah. he have to register like as a sex offender too, or something? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> That's you, a good question. You All go right. back to this. I think you know we've learned over the years, and those of you that work in law enforcement or you're lawyers, you know these things. Or sometimes we don't. I think sometimes when you have a complaint, you go to your categories and say. Well, here's all that's available to us. Yeah, right. And right. so uh, we're charging you with with uh, and and let's watch his moves. He's even looking. He's he is not trying to hit her on the shoulder. He's not trying. He's clearly. I think, like Ham said, he got caught up in it. He saw everybody making motions, mm-hmm. and he just upped the ante a little bit. Yep, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at him looking down. He even looks down and gives a swat as he goes by. Face. Look at the guy with the reindeer antlers that just went by. You know, we talked about it in the kickoff hour. If this is my wife that's doing the interview, I'm not going to like it that some dudes hit her on the rump. I'm not. Okay? Going to be very displeased, but I'm probably not pressing charges for that. 
No. I'm just not. That's just a little much to me. Now, hey, up- apology. Hey, be up front yeah. and, and apologize. And But that's all I need, really. Don't I, do it again. I would uh, I would love an opportunity to chat with him about it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I would too. But, and I think you'd get that opportunity. Yeah, and, and that would be it. And, and what I think, honestly, I do think this, and I'm with you, all of you on the criminal part. I believe that my approach would be, you, you know, we're going to set up a time, you know, and uh, and and you're going to sit down with me and my wife, and you're going to apologize. To yeah, her. and she's going to be apologized to by you, and that'll be it. Yeah, you you owe, you owe my wife an apology. You owe me an apology yeah. for treating my wife that way. Uh, and using bad judgment, but you don't. I don't need him put in jail or anything no, like that. It wasn't no. anything like that. It was rude behavior. It was, and uh, and we talk about that a lot. There's things that are bad behavior, but that doesn't mean they're criminal. Boy, he's got a great story though. Now, doesn't he? He does. He does. Uh, when everybody's sitting around t- doing the little marathon <laughs> stories, he just says, "Everybody done now." <laughs> yeah. Hey, when when anybody <laughs> when anybody sees a live shot or reporter, they're always going to go, "Hey, keep Dad away." Oh, oh, Don't he, let him get too close over there. Hot mic. It doesn't say in this story because it doesn't give us all the stuff the original charge gives us about mm-hmm. what he does. You know, what, what, did the church get rid of him? And did, yeah, we did, were asking he, that in the kickoff hour. I remember what, what happened. Yeah, and does is he married? I uh, I think I don't know. I don't want to step out there. Yeah, I, I, and he's forty four, so I, I don't know. Uh, but I was just trying to think of all the other trouble he got into. Mm-hmm. This oh, was at home, December oh, of last yeah. year. Let's see, Sonny, uh, honey, you're probably going to see something on the news. Mm-hmm. Hey, while I was out for a run, if you, if you're the there youth, was a little incident. Yeah, if you're the youth pastor, bad day. <laughs> oh yeah, and probably if, no and, longer. And doing if that. you're married, bad day. Yeah. So I just wonder about those two things. He's taking 200 community hours uh, probation, a thousand dollars is nothing compared to those two. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You hope if he is married, she's understanding. You know what you say? Well, man, he's going to have that on his record. It's on. Well, he's already got it on his wife's or, record. Mm-hmm. I hey, promise you. Hey, we ever think he, about it this way? Hey, though. you can't expunge that record. No, he never <laughs> thought it would go this far with se- sexual battery, yeah. and he may have a he may have a day job and been trying to get out of the youth ministry deal, mm-hmm. and this was his way out. <laughs> so you got to look at that angle too. I know everything's in play. <laughs> uh, to all angles to Patrick and Huntsville. Patrick, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. I just want to know, was it worth it? Yeah, I, so I need to ask him that. Uh, it was, only, only a guy would yeah. call up and say that. Not, not one female in the audience was wondering about that <laughs> no. from the other point of view. And um, Okay, I, I went back to the one of the original stories, okay. and it does say he's married, father of two, and Uh-oh. was a youth group leader at his was, church. Was, <laughs> Youth group leader, not the pastor. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. Um, Depends on the size of the church, what that means. And he was a Boy Scout leader. Well, they, they, they don't just think they're they, in the news. Yeah, boy, they're in the news, aren't they? Wow, those running com- commercials. Wow, those commercials are run. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Of course, by the way, did Bubba and I get a profit star on that one too? Yeah. My goodness, put that in our profit star yeah. museum as well. Who would have ever thought that went bad? Guys, we tried to tell you. There's certain things in life that are just comments. It's not appropriate. You fall all over yourself not to upset somebody. You're look nothing against you. That's just not appropriate. Yeah. You don't have to make that big a deal about it. You know, if, if you have, uh, yeah. you know, so uh, so we will, uh, mm. yeah, so he's married. Well, he's, yeah, this fine in the community. He can't yeah. wait to do the community hours. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the house. That's right. He, he, probably, has, he probably has requested the chain gang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what happened is he's he's gone out of his way to make good for this, and then now the charges are, are here. Now we're all talking about it again. Yeah. Today, yeah, sure. we're we're causing yeah. problems from him, for him right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because all over again. because they may not be listening, but one of their relatives are, and they're gonna call her. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. She has to relive the embarrassment all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember when we were in school, we would tell the school, "Please punish me and don't tell my parents." <laughs> yeah.
I would just be. Like, I'd here. be like, D- whatever you have to do to me, can you just not have my wife know about this? <laughs> you know, I'll do yeah. anything. I mean, y- y'all can look. Y'all can put me in the penitentiary. Just please don't let her know about it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Show. All right, so it's nine minutes to the top. Uh, COVID nineteen update. COVID nineteen, its impact on society, on the upcoming election, on the economy, our way of life, our liberty. And Bubba, now it's effects on marriage and birth rates. Rick, uh, a lot of speculation as how all of this would affect everything. We have some of the numbers in. Divorce rates, as people were confined with their loved ones, sometimes in uncomfortable situations, divorce rates up 34% March to June year over date, year to date. I go back to that hilarious video that came out in March. Do you remember the guy where they're doing oh, yeah. the yep. you know selection A to, to stay home, quarantine at home with your wife and children, or and he goes B. Do you remember that? And he screams yeah. B. Yes. Uh, yes. So um, people can find you know that you you gotta you gotta let people breathe a little bit, and uh, and they're saying more time spent together actually produced a, a, a divorce rate. Rick, on the birth rate side, we don't have final numbers in, or I couldn't find them yet. But the Brookings Institute has a story out that's calling it the coming COVID baby bust. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. They're saying it's having an opposite effect. They're saying the pandemic is going to have a monumental effect on the lack of children that will be born uh, later this year and early next year to the tune of three hundred to 500,000 fewer births. So what they're saying huh. is read the divorce rate, and you'll see why we're not going to have a baby boom. <laughs> well, what they're saying is, and this is an interesting story. If I'm mad at you, we ain't having no babies. They mm. said many people have speculated that there would be a spike in births in nine months as people were stuck home with their romantic partners. Such, such speculation is based on the persistent myth about birth spikes occurring nine months after blizzards, major electrical blackouts, and such is that, but it turns out those tend not to hold up to statistical examination. But COVID-19 uh, is amounting to much more than a temporary uh, day or two stay-at-home order. It's leading to tremendous economic loss, uncertainty, insecurity, and that will cause birth rates to tumble. They point to other times that had extended struggles like the Great Recession and the pandemic of eight of nineteen eighteen, the Spanish flu, both saw big drops in birth rate. There's a difference. How about that? Right opposite. There's a difference in my spouse has been away, and now they're home, as opposed to they're home and they won't go away. Hmm. Or Rick, we're stuck here for the night. We're stuck here for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Versus, you've been stuck here for six months. Uh, we don't know if we got a house or a job. It kind of takes the edge off romance, I think. Bubba, I hate you know? to I hate to go to country song or an ain't. How can I miss you if you won't leave? Right, right. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so now that's just speculation. That's not the final numbers, but I think it's based on some uh, good mm -hmm. examples of what has happened. It also goes back to the difference. And they're saying it's a myth that we have these birth spikes after these two. There's a there's also a men and women equal but not same thing going on here. They touched on it in that men, and I'll handle this in a way that you're going to be fine out there. Don't panic. Men, husbands, let's put in the confines of, of the blessings of God. Husbands can say times are bad, times are anxious, things are not going well, this will turn it around. Women are like, until everything is the way it should be, I'm out. I'm out. You're talking about makeup fruit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about just the whole, yeah, no matter how my day's gone, yeah. <clears throat> women, women, wives seem to say, hold a, on to it a little bit. Have a great yeah. day. I'm having a great day which is going to be celebrated this way. Okay, yeah. Men will say, I've had a terrible day. Let's, Let's turn, turn it, around. it around. Let's turn it around. <laughs> well, Rick, <laughs> let, and, let me and, use and, a... And women are not like that. They're, Rick, no, if I've had a bad day, there's... Uh, this, that, no, to there's, use a softball analogy, oh uh, a buddy of mine who had always coached his boys, finally it was time to coach his daughter. Yeah, yeah I remember and, that. And, and it was... He couldn't figure it out. He couldn't, how to, he couldn't figure out how to get the girls motivated. Nothing was working. And he finally... He, he called me. I figured it out. The girls have to, okay, feel good about themselves or be in a good mood to play good, whereas the boys have to play good to get in a good mood. That's it. And, and he goes, so basically we made sure the girls were happy, they had what they needed, and if that was the case, they'd go out and play great. And We've he said, all, I finally figured that formula out. Husbands. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Husbands. Dealing with female athletes. No doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, you've done it. So you know the deal too. Yeah. No doubt in this room, husbands, and I know this, and I know our wives would be laughing somewhere right now. The number of times that they've listed a gloom and doom scenario, and from their husband they hear this. I tell you what, turn this around. <laughs> and, now, Rick, and, and, um, and, and they're like, How, "How's that even on your mind?" Right. I said, "Because that's the, it's a game changer." Yep. You Rick, know, hey, I'm not feeling good. I tell you, what, I tell you, we'll turn that around. They're <laughs> also uh, this study is also quoting a rather lengthy a lengthy study. Watch it. Uh, that tracked uh, marital births in coal-producing areas um, and tracked that versus earning changes associated with the up and downs of the coal boom and bust during the 1970s and 80s. They found that higher incomes um, that came from the fracking revolution led to increase in both marital and non-marital births in the affected areas. And when uh, the coal business was drying up and going the other way, they saw a decline. So, um, there, I mean, it, it apparently goes more with the economy than it does uh, being held up with your romantic interest. Yeah, and they did say you could draw a line to, the you know, the absence makes the heart grow fonder if yeah. you really are truly uh, in, in love with someone. Uh, now, if they go away and it doesn't, doesn't seem to bother you, then you probably realize, well, okay, well, wait a minute. But, you know, that I haven't been around this person in a long time, like a war or something like that, and now they're home. Oh, I have yeah, heard yeah. so many people say, if my spouse does not go back to work very soon, mm-hmm. uh, something bad's going to happen here. If you even <laughs> it's as, sad, but it's true. It's as, okay. as uh as Sherry, and it's so funny because Betty said, "Stay long as you want." Yeah, well, Sherry refers mm-hmm. to me 
as as the as a gigantic distraction. <laughs> she goes, if you come into the scene, she goes, you are not subtle. You're not a person that you're you know that you are not a wallflower. <laughs> so, so she's like, if I'm in the middle of something, please find you something to do because uh, if if you don't have anything to do, what I'm currently doing, I'll never be able to finish. <laughs> Because, you know, I like to check in. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely. Who doesn't? I, yeah, right? I'll, I'll even, she turns her phone off because I'll start texting from another room. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, I mean, look, if she says, you better find Rick something to do if you got something you need to do. Don't, don't, don't let him have time. And then saying. you start texting, trying just trying to get him to come to your end of the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. sure. Hey, there's, sent, a no, there's a noise in here. You better come check it. I sent Amanda, had texted me and said she wasn't feeling well the other day. I sent her a Marco Polo. And I said, hey, look, I said, 3.30 will be here soon. You'll get to come home to daddy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Everything will be fine. Yep. She hates when I start doing stuff like that. She knows her friends can will see the market below. <laughs> sure. Sherry rolls her eyes when I come to the door and I said, Big Sex is in the house. <laughs> I got duped again yesterday. <laughs> what does that even mean? That's well, kind of a tough follow-up to that last comment. <laughs> you know what topic we're on, right? Yeah, yeah. You fall asleep. Well, she threw me off. Well, that what, what, what? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is a radio tradition. The Rick and Bubba Show. Now available on America's boldest radio stations from the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Available live on YouTube, archived on YouTube. Available uh, live on a TuneIn app. Available on podcast archives as well. And of course, anywhere else you grab content. We should be there. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here this hour. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Butsy. Bubba, hello. Rick, glad to be here. Honored and privileged. And thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. We'll get to the phones momentarily, but I, I had one of those moments. You know, when you've been doing the show as long as we have, um, it's just not possible for you and I to, with our brain limited capacity, to be able to grab every single memory and hold them. 
you know, sometimes people can prompt them and wake them up, you know, like they're right, sleep, like, right. they're, like they're sleeping in your memory. And that happens a lot. That uh, happens. A had lot. that happen yesterday, but it was odd for me to look through something that there was a moment yesterday, and this is going to concern you, so I apologize for that, that I honestly could not recall. I recalled in general the the projects, but I did not recall this specific item. That came back to me once it was presented. Okay, so my wife has been going through a uh, uh, a cleaning process at our at our house of going through tons and tons and tons of here are the kids' projects from school and. <laughs> Here is this, and here's these pictures, and here's Urge. this album, and here's this stuff, and there's and, and trying <laughs> to or, organize all of this stuff because basically an area that we used to keep all this stuff she's making into a functioning office, mm-hmm. okay. and we've been working on that, and there's there's so things are having to find their place and and all of this, which this means for some reason our new thing is whatever she decides she's done with goes to the camp house. If, if, she's, <laughs> yeah, if yeah. she's done with it but not ready for me to get rid of it, it just moves to a different location. Right. Uh, that's why camp house is just made up of things that Sherry's tired of. Uh, <laughs> and sadly, sometimes you find me there. Uh, but anyway, so um, Sherry comes in and uh, young Broderick, the Tasmo, who is a, a working man now, which is interesting to talk to him about being a working man out in the real world. And he was talking about it. He goes, okay, it's official now. My job does not feel like an internship anymore. I'm actually really working somewhere. <laughs> and uh, so he has a full-time job. And It's real. So he comes in. And last night all we did was just sit around and, and catch up with him because she do, he does work a lot of hours. And we're just sitting around talking. Well, so Sherry says to young Broderick, because you have to understand, just like we said about Mickey Dean's earthly death, for Helmsy, Greg, and Adler, they don't even remember the Mickey Dean era. Right. And think how long y'all have been here. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that happen with the show, I mean, when you think about uh, our 19-year-old, he either wasn't here mm-hmm. or he was a baby. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. and and so so mom says, you do know that there was a time when your dad and Bubba, they actually were part of putting out several books and 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 so Brody was like, "What?" And he says, well, he, "He said, well, don't never tell me anything." And then here comes a proud moment, which is probably the reason why he's the one that right now is is the most solidly employed. He says, "Oh, I've read Weeby Big," and I said, uh, "And I said, have you?" He goes, "Oh, everybody needs to read that." And oh, I said, yeah. and "I said, well, you know, Andy Andrews, who's on the show next week." I said, "Andy Andrews said it should be a textbook uh-huh. in communication schools or people who want to get into this field." He goes, "I agree with that 100." percent he goes, I've, I've applied those principles. And I was like, good. And he goes, and then your mom, then my mom, his, his mom, my wife says, well, you know, there's others. Mm-hmm. He goes, there's other books. And she goes, oh, yeah, I found a bunch of them when I was cleaning out. And so I remember, uh-huh. you know, I remember most of them. And then all of a sudden she produces the Rick and Bubba Big Honking Book of Hunting. Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember this book? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have yeah. it at house. Yeah. has the raised uh, uh, things yeah. on the cover. It so does. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember some of the content in it? <laughs> he didn't read, he hadn't read any book. The way you're you, saying I think you were supposed I, to have I, written I, it. I started thumbing through yeah. it. And there, it's like I didn't remember. It's hunting stories and stuff. And yeah, there's a few recipes. There's top ten. There. Li- there's yeah, no recipes, right. so you don't remember. 
Are you sure that was that was the grub book? That, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was that grub. Okay, see, I confused right. it. They're running together. See, I remember the big honking book of grub, <laughs> right, right? But I forgot we had a honking book of hunting. No, yeah, yeah. just yeah, about yeah, hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And it had that. You know, it was the raised animals. Yeah, yeah I had it in my hand last night. Yeah, it had a deer head that's raised on the front. Yeah, see, I know. And let me ask you this: Do you remember that there was animation in it? Of you and I as like weird characters. Did you remember that? Uh, you know, I haven't looked at it in a while. Really. All right, so Adler, if you'll that. go to some of the animation, I think you can roll through these pages. He's putting it on YouTube right now because I don't know. I mean, you can get it from people who bought it. They're now selling it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a hard copy actually still out there, like brand new. Yeah, because it's on Kindle. Well, they ought to be. But it's on Kindle and all that now. All the books are on Kindle and these different things now. But um, but I so so I I started getting kind of pressed on. On my son now, who's nineteen, saying you you got to take me back to this era, and I said, well, there's pictures, and he didn't get started sleeping. He was dead. There's pictures of me in here. He's like a little kid. All the kids are in here in camo on various hunting trips and oh yeah, all yeah. this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's and you, little, that's you right there. And he goes, yeah. wow, we're just like little luds. <laughs> and I said, oh yeah, I remember that. He goes, but dad, did, so tell me, you wrote, you and Bubba wrote books. I said, well, I mean, we we Careful. did. I, I said, yeah. And then Sherry starts rolling her eyes. She goes, they didn't write no books. <laughs> and I said, well, yes, we did. Yes, and also he picks up when he goes, Dad, this says New York Times best-selling authors. <laughs> yeah, he that's, goes, that's right. He goes, you and Bubba weren't New York Times yeah. best-selling yeah. authors. Oh, yeah. Look, and I said, yeah. yes, we were. And then Sherry again, she goes, well, they manipulate the system. Yeah. And I <laughs> they said, they sent that, emails. I said, manipulate the manipulating system. system. I said, the they system. They don't let you manipulate. Hey, the system was what it was. We just got our audience to say, look, we got to buy a lot of books here this week. Which is why we, nobody gives a publishing deal to somebody they think can't sell books. Look, there's published stories that call us best-selling New York New York Times best-selling authors. So I got to go with that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. he saw it on the front of one of the books. He yeah. said that it says right here. There he goes, just says it. He goes, y'all did a book about it's running. Print, y'all, it y'all, must did a, be y'all, true. y'all did a book about running for president. He goes, why does the Mona Lisa have a dip in? <laughs> I said, that, I said, now that you speak of the Rick and Bubba Code now. Uh-huh. But this honking, that was the second. One. This honking book of hunting, I don't remember. Yeah, it, I, I, it was I, in our yeah. bathroom here for a long time. It I may still be back there. Yeah, is okay. it? Yeah, okay. Let me go back and look. But uh, I, Ryan but said, Ryan Greenwood said, we should make a game and pull items from the different books and see if y'all can guess what book it comes from. Oh, my. Hmm. Yeah. That's a great idea. A, so then I tell him, <laughs> then he says, well, who, who, who is Martha Bolton? Mm-hmm. And I say, well, now. And then Sherry goes, this is very important for you to know who Martha Bolton is. <laughs> she goes, because she's a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> And I said, no, no, no. I said, we talked to Martha Bolton. Yeah. And and and, and I said, she actually used to write for Bob Hope. And I, and of course he's that. She name, was on his staff. That name. Yeah. That name even Brody knew. He goes Bob Hope. And I mm-hmm. said, yeah. How Rick, she know? met with Bob Hope every morning. Yeah. And so after his massage. So anyway, mm-hmm. I said they would interview us. I can remember, you know, helping make up these top ten lists that were in some of the books mm-hmm. and and all this. And I said. I don't have much recollection. I really remember the very first one because we, yeah. we worked really hard on it. Yeah. After that, they kind of blur. <laughs> and I said, like, I couldn't tell you one thing in the Rick and Bubba Code. Well, Rick, I mean, but I mean, but, that, that's but, I mean, we haven't picked it up and read it. Well, no, I'm just talking about that, that. That was such an era at one time. And then this is funny. So then he looks at me and he goes, "Well, how come y'all just stopped doing books?" I said, "Because we don't like having homework." Yeah, <laughs> I said, it. "I said it was like Bubba and I had homework. Everybody keeps saying we need this by this date." Which really meant we needed to talk to Martha Bolton on the phone. Deadlines. Mm-hmm. And I said in the last book, We Be Big, was the book that we said, this is the book we wanted to write from the very beginning. Right. And this is the story and how and what happened to us and how we how the story of the show. And so Don Keith came in since hit, that was a little more his area, and he helped us get that on paper. Uh, but uh, but but I, I did not remember that we had a, a book that was about nothing but hunting. I just feel I, I like that, that. and that book did great, but I feel like it would have done better 
if me and you had been captains of a submarine. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Now, who is it that reads submarine books? My dad. That's right. Hand that over. We'll take your phone calls next. So anyway, I had completely forgotten about that. And there's pictures in there that I'd forgotten about. I read some of the top ten lists, too. And there's the Rick and Bubba Code. You know, with if you see, the, our covers were very innovative. <laughs> do you remember the years these things were at all? Yeah. yeah that's a, you look, do? Look right there. Yeah. Yep. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 22 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Joe is in Birmingham, Alabama. He's got 30 seconds on the clock. Joe on 104.7 WZZK. Go ahead, buddy. Thanks for your patience. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, just on y'all's thoughts about it with all the the monuments and stuff being torn down, what is y'all's thoughts about the Southern Confederate flag? And, you know, some people say it's a racial flag, and some people say it's Southern heritage. I just want to know y'all's thoughts about it. Have you never heard us comment on this? We've commented on this, like, several, several times. Yeah. Have you never heard us comment uh, on it? I must have mentioned it or missed it. Yeah, to me, I think the Confederate flag is a piece of history. Uh, it belongs in a museum. It has no place flying over any building, any place, anywhere, uh, now that that war is over and we are a union again. I appreciate those. Yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, it just doesn't, it's, it's a piece of history, and it yeah. really shouldn't be any anything more. And uh, and we can say, well, it doesn't stand for this or it don't stand for that. Uh, hey, it, we're a union now. The Civil War's over. Yeah, I mean, far as official buildings now, yeah. you you have a First Amendment issue there that's yeah. different. Uh, but uh, I think you have to use a lot of wisdom with that. Yeah, no, if a private citizen, uh, you know, I mean, I don't think the government has a right to tell a private citizen what they can and can't fly at their house. I'm talking. I'm back to what you're. I'm talking about government buildings. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I, there, there is a difference in that. Yeah. And and people have a right to be offended by it, and people have a right to say, "I don't yeah. care. I, this is what I want to do." Uh, but I but I think sometimes you're you, there is a certain amount of wisdom that's lacking when you start saying, "Well, there ain't nothing racial about this flag." Well, yeah. It's it it, 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 it was it, used in a yeah. racial way and. Uh, it was hijacked, if you would, and uh, that's kind of where it is. And uh, you know, you uh, you lose the war. We don't. We don't. Uh, the the rising sun. Speaking of seventy five years since Japan surrendered, I, you don't see them using that. And Germany doesn't use the swastika anymore. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of time to move on. Yeah, every it, it's like every racial every white supremacist group there's ever been, every bigoted racist groups ever been. They always seem to go to it. Yeah. So right, so so right. it's got it's got a bad reputation. It's got terrible connotations. I can't imagine that my life not being fulfilled unless I could wave the stars and bars. It didn't make any sense to me. I don't know why it means so much to people, and I frankly don't know why you know somebody makes it a big deal either way. Move on from it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a fan of it. I don't cling to it. I don't stand up for it. Uh, I certainly think it has no place on any government building in, in uh, inside the union. Uh, but and it can be extremely offensive, uh, but I also understand some people say that they have the right to to wave it on their private property, and they certainly do. And and if and when people have it over places where there's people who died in the Civil War, I think you some yeah, people you, some yeah. people should just be, be more res- appropriate with that. People might be respectful of that. That that's fine. But um, yeah, I just uh, I don't really. It, it, I think Condoleezza Rice said it best when you're talking about the Civil War. To say it was all about slavery is incorrect, but to say it had nothing to do with slavery is also incorrect. You can't remove the slavery issue of the Civil War. 
It certainly wasn't all the Civil War was about, but it was part of what the Civil War was about. I think being in either camp is the wrong way to go. So uh, to the phones we go. Complicated times. Yeah, so I have no loyalty to the Confederate flag, nor do I have any um, love for it or disdain for it. Uh, Let's go to Eddie and Hamilton. Eddie. Eddie, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good good morning, fellas. How are you? We're great. Hey, uh, I just wanted to talk about my favorite Mickey Dean moment. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, everybody's got to love Granny Maybell and the, and the pinata, mm-hmm. but my favorite moment was actually before Steve, before uh, Speedy and, and Terry got married. Do y'all remember him coming in and they and they had had some kind of argument and Speedy wanted to go around the table and, and tell and everybody vote on who was right? And Mickey Dean asked him, before I answer, I want you to tell me something. Would you rather be right or married? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I do. Boy, that's, that sounds like a Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. You got a timeout on that one. Yeah. One timeout. Uh, Sadly, it, I don't remember it, that one. Yeah, well, there's no need to. Yeah, I, I remember that. I, <laughs> you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Do you want to be well, right or married? That's funny. <laughs> huh. uh, let's go to um, John in D.C. John. John, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, uh, Pandemic Green Acres. Uh, <laughs> uh, go ahead. But I've uh, been married 33 years, uh, served most of that time in the military, and I've come to the conclusion after this pandemic that my marriage was actually based on me being gone about every fourth day. <laughs> um, so, And also, I coached boys and girls, and you'd get a girls in a huddle, and you'd tell them, hey, we've got to run faster. And every girl thinks you're talking to the girl to themselves. Hey, he's killing me. You get boys in the same huddle, and you say, hey, we uh, there was only one timeout left. So That's did right. I inherit it, or I thought it was yeah, Speedy's? Speedy's got it now. Cause, I do. Uh, yeah, Hamzy's not in here. Yeah. Uh, we continue right. to Josh in Alabama. Josh, go ahead, 30 seconds. How are you? Hey, good morning, sir. Hey. Hey, hey um, there's a video on YouTube. I don't know if y'all have seen it or not. It's called Lottery Frank Backfires. Uh, if y'all can look that up and show it live, that would be awesome. What, what uh, is it? It's clean. It's funny. It's lottery. Lottery Frank okay. Backfires. Yeah. That, that lottery it, prank backfires. That is one of the worst phones we've it was, heard. Yeah. I mean, it was painful. I, yeah. What was it? Worst yeah. of the week. Undoubtedly, he called, he called from inside a machine shop. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Yeah, for real. a lot of background. Oh, like a washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's lottery prank gone bad okay, or backfires well, or whatever. Backfires. You want to wait and come back with that since we got a minute on the clock? Yeah, we, we need to be sure. <laughs> let's, let's give it a look-see before we let it roll. Uh, to, I think he claimed there was one word, but it was beeped out. Cody in Birmingham. Cody, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey there, guys. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Um, so Rick, I know it's super random, but uh, last year around Thanksgiving or Christmas, you would talk about going to pick up some rolls. I'm thinking you got them from Edgar. Yes. But uh, you are correct. Is that it? Okay. Is it? Do they only have one kind of roll? Hi, gosh, I don't know. I wish I remember what they were called. You're I think, trying to get on the front they're, end of They're like giving. buttery and flaky rolls or something like that. It's it's a. I was just thinking. I've got to applaud. I thought they were tootsie rolls. No, no, I've got to applaud you. These last two phones have been pretty bad as far as quality. I know something's happened. You've kind of leaned in. I think it's Greg's drumming. How about so? It's Wednesday, and I got to thinking. I wonder what rolls Rick. Well, he may be trying to get some rolls. He may be Thanksgiving yet, but he may be going to get some rolls that he wants for something. He thought Rick said something about it. Do y'all love those Hawaiian? What are they called? Butter rolls, buttery rolls, something like that. Just going to Edgar's and say, "Where's them rolls, Rick's keep?" 
yeah, was King's Hawaii. They love King's Hawaii. He said Hawaiian Tropic. That's that's tanning. Suntan Hawaii. I need some Hawaii and something. Boy, they're good. I got to thinking about how good it tastes. Well, they look better. Oh, you don't. Yeah, have yeah, yeah. You don't don't eat the, don't eat the suntan in that lotion. That's bad. That's bad. Butter rolls. It will stop COVID though. <laughs> All right, so um, we'll look at this lottery prank gone bad. Oh. If we think it's yeah, any, think it's any yeah, camp, yeah. we'll look at it. Bottom of the hour. Why we had something else too, Rick? We'll yeah, we got something we're going to have. Bubba, you're out of control. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Allform.com/slash Bubba. I'm loving this handmade uh, right here in the United States of America. Handmade furniture delivered right to the door in days. High quality uh, chairs, sofas, sectionals, love seats—all at affordable prices. They come with a forever warranty, a 100-day trial, and free delivery. What else you waiting on? Look, look, look at this guy if you're watching this on YouTube. He's rocked back just like he likes it. That was delivered right to his door. And uh, high-quality uh, leathers and fabrics that are all stain-resistant, pet, pet child-resistant, easy to clean. And if you would like to see some of the fabric, fabrics, you say, I want to hold it. I want to touch it before I decide I want my chair, my sofa, my love seat, my sectional in this fabric. That's fine. They'll send you free samples. You're not obligated at all. And think about that 100-day guarantee. If you If you decide you don't want it once you get it to the house, Inside 100 days, it's um, they'll take it back. They'll give all your money back as well. Uh, and it comes with a forever warranty. See, that's a commitment to quality right there. And all this comes right to your door, and you're going to love the prices too. Allform.com slash Bubba gets you 20% off too. Uh, allform.com slash Bubba, 20% off. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. If you're trying to minimize your trips out into the public, but you need one of these items, use allform.com slash Bubba. They'll ship it right to you. Uh, all right, so Bubba, we we did have a review of the suggested video in the phone troll. It did not meet our criteria. Didn't pan We're, out. Wasn't that good? So imagine, good. and you know how low our criteria right, is. Right, don't take much. And Adler says it appears it was five years ago that this yeah. video came out. So. Remember how many times we watched the bear falling out of the tree on that trampoline? Well, see, that's a winner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Adler, not only did you not think it was all that great, you, you you think it could have possibly been a setup, and it's an old video. I don't think any prank that's been ever filmed ever on the internet ever is real. I don't right. think there's a single with, one that's is real. Is anything ever deleted off of that off the internet? I mean, it seems like it just goes. Yes, any, anything that promotes uh, anything conservative point of view. <laughs> that's good point. That's yep, right. that's right. Yeah. Also, sir, I'm sorry, but that video is five years old. Did you mention that already, Rick? I said that you. I was going to okay. let you confirm that's what you were saying. That's what I, from what I can tell, it's about okay. five years old. So it's okay. While we're at it, why don't we go watch? Uh, Chocolate Rain and uh, the Dancing Baby. Have you seen that yet? <laughs> it's crazy. This baby dances. Oh. Nuts. Nuts. Oh, now, Adler. <laughs> so this is what you hang around Greg does. Leave Brittany alone. Let's go watch that video, too. <laughs> hey, hey, you're not going to believe this video. It just hit the internet. This guy gets tased, and he's like, don't tase me, bro. <laughs> watch it. Let's watch it right now right on the now. radio show. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Sorry. That's it's crazy. Bad. All right, Adler. Nice. Adler, look, you now you're starting to be a little mean about it. And then it. they prank each other, and nobody knows about it, <laughs> even though there's cameras on tripods so in the happened. room for no reason. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Well, I didn't know Henry you. the Horse was I'm doing. I'm done. Sorry. Yeah, you, you've gone into the voice of Henry the Horse. Chocolate rain, man. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then Charlie bites his finger. It's great. <laughs> 
Charlie bites his finger. I love it. Big Ten's in a dilemma. Yeah, Big sure. Ten. It's out. All right, so in typical Trump fashion, mm-hmm. uh, Trump said that um, uh, that he's been talking to the Big Ten, and he thinks that um, it's been very productive. Uh, he said he's trying to get the Big Ten playing again, Greg, and immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, he said everybody wants to see it. The fans want to see it. The players have a lot at stake. Uh, a lot of them may have a chance to play in the NFL. you got a lot of great players in that conference. Mm-hmm. And he says he thinks they're at the one-yard line to get this done. But now people are, of course, trashing this because it's Trump. This is great. This is great because let me tell you what they've done. Trump knows anything that he does. He's, this is how he thinks three moves ahead. The Democrats are going to be against so he knows they're going to really sit down now to try to lock out, lock down college football and not have it. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, a lot of people on the street don't care for this at all. They think it's silly. They think it's too politically correct. They see everybody else trying to play. Why ain't we trying to play? Because we're an important conference. Uh, I think the conference thought when they shut down, everybody will surely follow our lead. And everybody said, no, nah, I think we'll try something else. So Trump knows that the ranking file people, and remember the, the states that this is going to affect, Wisconsin, Ohio, Michigan, all these that are battleground states, that when these people go to the polls, they're going to see Donald Trump saying, <clears throat> we need to be playing football. And they're going to see the Democrats and Joe Biden supporting, lock, keeping everything locked down. And they're mad about it. Who are they going to vote for? And Donald Trump's in a great position with this. Yeah, now, he, now, is he on the one going in, or are we backed up on our own one? Well, <laughs> right. That's important. Of course, to know. for him, it depends he, on how it goes. He's at the one going in. Yeah. Uh, but you're right, Bub. I think you've laid it out perfectly. I, I think he's put himself. I think he's outflanked him again. It, he's in a position because if they play, he then takes credit for getting that done. And if they block him, guess what? They get credit for that. Right. Then he gets to be able to say, I did everything I could. They didn't want any part of it. Yeah. Do you want them running the country the way they've run this? If I was commissioner mm-hmm. of Big Ten, we'd be playing. That's it. And then, yeah, of course, then there's the – incredible that they, they're just giving him these victories when – I mean, you realize that Joe has had to come out of the basement because the poll numbers are plummeting. Right. I mean, we're in a, we're in a dead heat go? race right now – with numbers that we know is not uh, being fair to Trump. No, so uh, where did he go? Uh, where did he go? Where did he go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement Joe. So then we go over to the embarrassing Pac-12. Yeah, and can, can I just say this about the Dan Patrick show? Yeah. Because talking about Trump yeah, sure. and his and his hey we're on the one yard line according to. The Dan Patrick Show, they tweeted out and said that they talked to someone in the conference, and if they can pass the updated safety measures and procedures, they're targeting an October the 10th start of the season in the Big Ten. They, and they will That's sl- according to them. Well, they're, they're moving nice. it up. Remember, they were talking about Thanksgiving a few mm-hmm. days ago. Yeah, now it's before, October. Before spring, that, Bubba, they were going to play, play in the spring. Right. Yeah, Which, right. by the way, nobody's playing in the spring. No, <laughs> they're, that's they're, ridiculous. They're going to be kicking off in September before you yeah. know it. Yeah, they're going to actually beat everybody else to kick off. Yeah. <laughs> But, but the first one. But here's how that's going to go. Touches leather and we're underway. And we're underway. If they play October the 10th and they start the Big Ten season, here's how it's going to be played out. Donald Trump had nothing to do with this, and Donald Trump will say, I had everything to do with exactly. this. <laughs> right. And well, did uh, did was football scheduled for the spring? Let's just talk facts. Yes. yes. Has Donald Trump engaged them in a conversation? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
If they change and move it up, will it be because of that? Who knows? You have to assume that it had some uh, influence yeah. on it. And then there's if the, the president calls you up on the phone. It's it gets your attention. I mean, I, whether you like them or not, yeah. it's a big deal for the, the White House to call. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then there's the embarrassing Pac-12. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, what what, what an embarrassment! All, all of you associated with the Pac-12, you're an embarrassment. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not even an opposing voice to not playing. Yeah. I, I mean, what, you remember some of the players? What what, what an embarrassment! In yeah, the other conferences, and their parents were trying to get something done. The Pac-12, well, they're just done. Yeah, no, oh, nobody we're cares. Out. We're out. Mm-hmm. Well, again, classic case of them overplaying their hand. You, you remember they came out with their list of things they had to have before they would play. Well, the people that play football don't control social justice and, and reparations and everything no. else in the country. Uh, they control football, and they mm-hmm. wanted all that fixed before. You remember they came out oh. with that list, and it wasn't two days later. They said, season's over. Yeah, we're Forget done it. with your list. Forget it. Hey, Pac-12, if the Big Ten steps in, you realize <laughs> you, you know what you you've said it. Nobody said it about you. Right. Your actions say, let's face it, we're irrelevant. And yeah. I, I hate that for the kids that well, let me tell you, you I know hate- have put in a lot of work yeah. uh, to do this because you, they are being damaged by this. Especially if you're a bubble player well, that of course. could could not be drafted well, of course. or might be drafted in a mid round. I mean, this is a big deal for you. Yeah. Don't don't miss this. I mean, this is a difference in, use, in working at the oil change or playing professional football. We and use no the Joe Burrow oil change, but you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. we use the Joe Burrow example as a yeah. as a really good example. It's a great example. If he'd have missed his senior year, his life is completely different. Now he would have got a shot, but he wouldn't have been the first pick of the draft. Mm-mm. Yeah, he wouldn't have got the money he's got now. No. And he and now if he bombs, he still walks away with. That's him. right. Yeah, but you go back to, you know, I was thinking about this coming weekend. Do I, and I don't know if the dates are right. Is this not where we would have had the kickoff games this weekend? Yes, it is. Yes, so, it is. So we would have had Alabama versus USC this uh, weekend. Yep, in Texas. And we would have had uh, Auburn, North Carolina mm-hmm. at the Georgia Dome. Yeah. And there was two or three others. But I want you to think about that. We, we don't get to see Alabama and USC because the Pac-12 has to be a baby. And, uh, and, and then we all mess up football. But I'm talking about – you're talking about USC. You're talking about teams that, that, we, have, that yeah. used to have a pretty good – uh, I mean, quite a heritage. Yeah. And now they're just all UCLA. They're just all going to go and say, we're, we're afraid to play football. And then if everybody else plays it and gets through the season and nobody misses you, hmm. you what Stay that's going to do. Rick, there was a day that, that, that it was good, for, USA it was good for your program yeah, to, to play USC because of the national exposure. But in all fairness, uh, USC needs this game. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you, I mean, you've been a while since Pete Carroll days. The, I mean, how yeah. embarrassing! It's it's like no one even is in opposition. Well, you got there, your there's money. Not, there's out not of even a push. Per- it's just been tough to replace. Yeah, there just there yeah. hasn't been anyone that's like rose up in the Pac-12 said, "No, we need to play." Mm-hmm. Just, no, there's been no. They resistance. all just they're just not even from players, right? Now, <laughs> did I miss that? No, no players. Did I have? I've seen. Maybe they're out there. I haven't seen. Rick, one of the stories that we didn't get to today is about the D.C. mayor and her working group called D.C. Faces. Have you seen what they're proposing? You were telling me some of that. I I would like to say I couldn't believe what I was hearing, but it's 2020. I believe it. We'll we'll run that down, too. We'll come back 15 minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me 
To the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. All right. So let's run down some some of these, and, and we can get to other phone calls. But uh, and we're wondering whether this. Do you think this digital sign in Mississippi is real? Uh, Helms will show me that picture. I don't think that's real. I don't think anybody would get clearance to do that this day and time. But hey, it's a good one. If it is, it's a dandy rig. So in Mississippi, people are saying this could be doctored. <laughs> it shows a picture of it. And it says, be like the Big Ten, stay home and avoid gatherings. Rick, I'm going to tell you, it looks real, doesn't it? It really does look real. It may be. I don't know. You know, we've always talked about, we used to do reader board roundup. The ultimate is to get it on the highway. So oh, yes. You know, some of our mar- safely, of course. Some of our marketing plans. Just, I mean, yeah. I, look that's at- good. If y'all, if y'all have seen that on the highway, call us and let us know. I yeah. saw it on Twitter yesterday. You, you, you saw what? But, uh, you know, people I, could be oh, passing that yeah. around. I mean, I don't know, if, unless it was first-hand reports. Yeah. Speaking of first-hand reports. These are the days of America. Walking together through the promised land. Rick, the mayor of the District of Columbia, Mayor Bowser, B-O-W-S-E-R, from her own Twitter page, says, This July, I asked the D.C. Faces Working Group, that's D-E, FACES, all caps, yep. working group, with evaluating public spaces to ensure the namesake legacy is consistent with hashtag DC values. Mm-mm. They have delivered the report. I look forward to reviewing it and advancing their recommendations. Learn more at, DC, at mayor.dc.gov backslash DC FACES. Now, Can I say one thing before you move on? What D.C. values? Well, I guess the values of, the of D.C. are very, very low. <laughs> uh, yeah. Using the mayor's position on the National Capital uh, Memorial Advisory Commission, they recommended the federal government remove, relocate, or contextualize, I don't know what that even means, the following assets. One, Christopher Columbus Fountain, federal. Uh, Benjamin Franklin statue, which is federal. Andrew Jackson statue, which is federal. Thomas Jefferson Memorial, federal. George Mason Memorial, federal. Uh, Francis Griffith Newlands, federal. Uh, Albert Pike, uh, the Albert Pike statue, federal. And the Washington Monument, Rick. My goodness. The Washington Monument. So I don't know exactly what that means. I know they uh, they like to redo things there now. So uh, well, well, I look, I look now, now. First of all, I'd, I'd like I got to have these DC values defined for me. <laughs> um, I did just see another report up there. I can't remember which news organization was quoting it that said they wanted to replace one statue with a statue of the Black Panther. See. I saw that too, and look, I'm sure he's a good person, he's a great actor. It seems to be he had some good roles, but you're gonna you're gonna take a historic monument down, replace it with the actor. Is he gonna be dressed as Black Panther, or is it just gonna be him? Well, again, oh, fine way. actor, but I mean, yeah, and, I, and I'm saying that about any actor. Yeah, I, I mean, that just I don't I, get well, it. Look, Why are we putting up monuments? Well, just take the of monument of, down of, of, any, of any actor. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah. Of any actor, of any unless movie. unless the person was an actor and also was a hero of the civil rights movement or the yeah. hero of something but involving not just America's because they were independence an actor that you liked, right? Um, yeah. I mean, because I got to if we're going to do that, I got to you know, there's, I, I got a whole list we'll put. Senator Tom Cotton from uh, Arkansas 
said he was baffled over the report and the text. He said, hey, D.C., it's not your monuments to rename or remove. It belongs to America. They're America's monuments. Yeah, it's true. So stand uh, by for another round of that. M- multiple callers multiple callers say the digital sign we saw in Mississippi is real. Oh, that yeah. is a good one. There. I just texted Man, it to the group. Uh, a guy by the name of Tyler Counts is who tweeted the picture out. Clay Travis retweeted it yesterday. <laughs> And it got a lot of attention, uh, but apparently it is a real thing. Uh, and, who did somebody who, didn't clear that though? Really. Nice, <laughs> hey, nice work, Mississippi. In this, in this area, yeah. of nice political work. correctness. How does that get through? Andrew yeah. in Ohio. Andrew, go ahead. It's a good one. Andrew, thanks for your patience. Go ahead. Thanks. On uh, on February twenty fifth, eighteen seventy, only five years after the Civil War, the Republican Party appointed Hiram Rhodes Revels a gospel minister to the United States Senate. He became the first African-American to serve in the Senate in 1870. And uh, while 23% of African-American families live below the poverty line, only 8% of African-American married couple families live in poverty. Yet Black Lives Matter want to get rid of the Christian concept of the nuclear family established by God in the book of Genesis. Yeah, the, the nuclear family attack uh, is, uh, boy, you talk about uh, trying to do one thing and you're going to accomplish just the opposite of that. Study after study after study after study says the greatest asset that any child of any ethnicity has is to be raised in a nuclear family where the father and the mother are both present. Uh, and then they said the biggest detriment against any person of any ethnicity is for that not to be the case certainly can be overcome but it's a tough one and and you know the group that uh, fights against poverty and i cannot remember their name now that put the billboards up that had the stats and said look if you want to get out of poverty this is what you need to do stay in school take a job get married save and invest give back to your community it was a pretty simple list it was deemed offensive yeah and they pulled it down no no and also, uh, we saw the yesterday. Hey, don't don't let the secret out, guys. How to get out of poverty? But there yeah, are quick. Somebody might read. There's a number yeah, of uh, of African American, especially males, that are waking up to this. And you saw the thing that Speedy sent us yesterday, uh, where a, a group of African American oh, men yeah. wearing MAGA hats and saying, "Look, this we we've been duped by the Dem- Democrat Party." And uh, and not anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that that was out circulating everywhere yesterday. Yeah, uh, Ted in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, Ted, welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Hey, so um, I was I was uh, when I called in, I think I was talking to Speedy. I don't know. So I'm, I'm a Yankee from New Jersey. I moved to moved to uh, North Carolina in 2000, and uh, glad to be a Southerner. I can't believe I've never heard about you guys. No one ever told me about you. I ran ran across you on YouTube. I've been listening to your YouTube almost every day. Thank you. And. Uh, I'm learning about it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn some things. Uh, uh, I'm trying to, you know, understand how to how to have, get a chance to, to be on the wheel of meat. Yeah. Well, <laughs> look, Ted. Ted. You know, so what? many people say that. Ted. And so Ted, it, you're admitting that you're a dreamer, but you're not the only one. Uh, everyone dreams of being on the wheel of meat, and you keep plugging on that. I'm glad you're with us. Uh, we're having a number of people now. You're going a little far uh, further than you know. We have listeners and viewers through all the new technology that, that would be deemed Yankees that are falling, yeah. falling in love with this Southern cultured show. And you went as far okay. as to move to North Carolina to try to get closer uh, and become a Southerner. And I respect you for that. But, um, uh, but I think we you- openly accept you just don't bring your Yankee ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Hey, thank you, Ted. What a kind, uh, comment and encouragement and i'm glad you found the show glad you like it i want to thank you i want to thank you too uh if it wasn't for you guys and rush 
I might be going crazy in the world that we're living in. And also, I thank you because you guys, I found out about Raycon, about Relief Factor, and Moultrie. Yeah. I'm a hunter, and I got the Moultrie camera. Oh, yeah. I'm loving it. So thanks thanks for that. All right, Ted. Let me tell you. Ted, that'll want to wrap it up today. Listener of the day. Wow. What a great hour. That's a good listener of the week. Raleigh, North Carolina. Mark at Dallas, I love the show, and you know what I love about the show, too? I like the sponsors, like the products, like it all. Thank you, Ted. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.